Hi, y'all. Welcome back to my podcast. Sincerely, Rent a Hope. This is your host, Savannah. Okay, I had my mic on so I could hear myself, and I'm going to turn that shit off because I sound crazy. Okay, hi. Welcome back. Um, I just have to jump right into this by saying that last night I was driving home <clears throat> and I listened to one of my old podcasts. Specifically because I was in the gym yesterday, okay, and someone came up to me, and long story short, they basically asked me, like, you know, I introduced my podcast, and they asked me, like, what the best episode would be to, like, get a good grip of my podcast, and I feel like that's really hard, but I remembered that my episode titled What It Do 22 had, like, the most listens, like, the last time that I looked, so I just said that one, I don't know, because I felt like that meant, like, a lot of people liked it, I guess, I have no idea. Um, but then I was just like, okay, like you should listen to it. So I did on my way home. And there were so many times that I literally, my body got tense and I like literally cringed because one, my voice sounded so crazy. Like I'm probably going to listen back to this in a few months and think that I sound crazy now. But like, I feel like I sound so like unnatural and I was just like, I'm on a podcast and I have to be like professional. And like, that's just like not my vibe. So I feel like now I'm more comfortable. I would hope. I don't know, but I listened to that and I was just like, dude, what the fuck? And I was just like, okay, I tried to guess like when it was um, and I was totally off. It came out, I put it out January, 2022. Oh my God. And it was so crazy to me because now I'm realizing I'm like, we're literally six months into the year, almost seven months into the year. And the shit I was saying and who I thought I was in January of 2022, I just need to stop and say, God is so good because what are you fucking shitting me? I literally at a moment cringed because I was so like talking about and so confident that I was like doing my passion. And in my head, I'm like, I, I wasn't talking about anything working out related, which I forgot what I was talking like about, which was so crazy. I think at the time, like I was barbering, um, which I did. It was like my, it was at the time. Okay. I was finding myself, right? People, everybody relax. Anyways, I thought that that was like, it for me like I thought that's who I was seeing myself now six months later and all of this was just crazy yesterday because I was really reflecting on my life like in general and I always do that I feel like as I get closer to like my three years in Texas but I just like I was it was just it was just so many things that were so profound that I just sat there and was just like dude January 2022 I, I was talking about my passion is hair and you know what's so crazy you guys want a naked truth I wanted it so badly for myself because honestly at the time I was like if it's not hair then what is it like I was very I was genuinely scared at that point in my life like I was like it has to be this but I had so much anxiety being behind the chair the one thing about doing hair is I believe that when I really put my mind to something I can be good at it um I I see I feel like I really thrived there and I was good at doing hair but like everyone knew like I kind of just like really hated being there I hated being around women all the time um sorry like not in a bad way but like like I love women but like me just personally salon setting just not my vibe um that's kind of how I got into barbering later down the line and like I just thought hair was like my thing okay I didn't really like it but I was good at it um and then I got into barbering and I liked the environment more and I felt like okay like this can really be for me like I can learn this but like I had so much anxiety when it came to getting behind the chair I literally paid had paid to go to barbering school or I got my school paid for actually by Texas which was so crazy to me I got free schooling and I I hated it like, I really, really hated it. Um, I never felt comfortable there. And so, 
looking back at that now, I really tried to be like, yeah, this is my passion. Like, God is just making this hard, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, I definitely got the opportunities, and I'm so grateful for them. But having experienced them, it just wasn't for me. And looking at my life now, I'm just like, dude, so crazy. Like, so crazy. Life is such a full circle. Um, And that's why I feel like another thing that I kind of had to get into talking about, because I was reflecting a lot on my life. Um, For anyone who's new here, I'm from Connecticut originally. I moved to Texas in August. It makes three years that I've been living in Texas. And I'm really bad with timing. But I will say, up until recently, my life was not all butterflies and rainbows here. Um, But one thing about me is that I really, really just stick things out the best that I can because there's a lot of moments where I didn't stick things out and it ended up in not really amazing places. Um, And I've realized that one situation that really stuck with me um, was November of, I believe it was 2019. Um, This was right before I moved, wait, no. Maybe it was 2018. Okay, 2018. Um, I ended up in the hospital, we'll just say. Um, At this time in my life, it's so crazy because I was working in a daycare and I just remember this was a really dark time in my life. Like I had no idea who I was and I was very dependent on one, my relationship and the person that I was with and just my family and everyone around me, like I had such a close family, like I could, like, I just was very dependent on that. And any time someone decided to just leave my life abruptly or unexplained or just because, um, even when I felt like I was doing my best, like I didn't understand that people's uh, choices have everything to do with them and not with me. I took things like that very, very hard. Um, so, One day, I remember I was at work, um, and I had went through just a situation, and I remember just feeling like, fuck, like, I can't fucking do this anymore, dude. Like, I just, my, my brain would have that switch, and it was just that mode of, like, I'm not thinking of anyone else but myself, and I simply can't do this anymore. Everyone will understand. Like, they'll get it. And I just remember not going home. My family was looking for me. Long story short, I ended up in the hospital, and the worst feelings were this. Driving to the hospital in my sister's car, and I'm so grateful for my sister, Stephanie. I love her so much. And I remember this very vividly because they hurt, and they taught me a lot of things. Driving to the hospital... And my sister just asking me, you know, do you, like, do you feel like you can go home? Like, do you feel safe? And I, I was able to say no. Like, I, I just knew that. But I knew in that moment instantly, like, I hated getting to those points. I also, it was very embarrassing for me. So, like, I did get mad at myself. And it was like, you, now you need to take care of yourself. Like, you went through that. You got here. Like, you got it. Like, what's, what's going to be best? Okay? So, I knew I had to go to the hospital. Um, getting to the hospital... See, my whole, my, everyone was there, okay? Like, this is my family. My, all, everyone was at the hospital. Um, that was a really horrible feeling, being at, like, the check-in desk. And, like, my sister, my older sister was there with my brother-in-law, and that was just, like, a very eerie feeling 
So then being in the hospital bed, my mom is there. Um, past a certain point, I couldn't see my family. Like every step, it was less of my family. So a lot of my family had to stay in the waiting room. My sister was able to come into the emergency room because like she worked at the hospital. My mom was able to be with me just in the bed. And I remember then they take me to the room and now my sister can't go in there, but my mom can go in there only for a little bit. And I remember her telling me like, you have to stay here by yourself. And that was like, ugh, sorry if my voice sounds like cracky, but like that was like a really hard moment for me because I've never spent a night alone. So just being in that hospital room and like someone has to watch you sleep, um, you know, they watch you eat, you can't make phone calls. And I just remember my mom had to leave and I just, from there, it was just, it was, it was all downhill for me, brother. Um, but I remember, like, in that time, I had to figure out how to, like, really ground myself. While my mom was there, though, actually, one thing I'll never forget is I was very scared to call my dad. Um, very scared to call my dad. And this is something that's really hard for me to talk about. But, it, like, I'm telling you, I do this to be genuine because it really has taught me so much about myself. Um, and thinking back, it's, like, it's honestly, it makes me happy. Like, I'm actually getting, like, happy right now because I've come so far from this. So to see that and to be able to talk about it and just be like, wow, like, I went through that for a reason. It's really, really, it genuinely, like, is what I need for myself right now. So talking about it makes me super happy. Um, but it's still, it's still hard to talk about. Um, but yeah, so I just remember calling my dad from the hospital phone and they give you, like, this shitty little phone and I fucking, I think my mom had to give me my dad's number. Like, I didn't know anyone's number by, by heart. I'm, like, horrible at numbers. And I just remember calling my dad and he was at the gym and he answered, and, and he had already knew, like my sister told him. And I just remember him saying, Savannah, I'm at the gym right now, but listen. <laughs> I, I love my dad, like don't get me wrong. Um, and he was like, if you ever want to do something like that again, before you kill yourself, like come here and kill me first. Like literally, like he was like, literally slit my throat. And I was just like, from there, I just completely broke down because to me, like that's how I, that's how I grew up, you know? And I understand it probably sounds harsh and probably like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like as a daughter, like, yeah, like, but that to me was like, oh yeah, like you gotta get your shit together, brother. <laughs> like, like you really gotta figure your shit out because if, no. Like, one, seeing my mom here, like, that's kind of, like, our love language. So seeing my mom here not being able to be next to me and what that's doing to her. And then also, you know, what that's doing to my dad, who's thousands of miles away, was just, that was a lesson, brother. That was really a lesson. And from there, it just got worse. So we'll just fast forward because if I just spent the night in the hospital and that shit was terrible. Someone watches you sleep. I fucking hated it. I really didn't get sleep like that. Food terrible. Um, in the morning, they just made me agree that I was going to go to therapy. My mom picked me up and I went the fuck home. Okay. I didn't, I didn't feel like from there I needed to go any further. Um, because honestly I don't, and I'm not against any of that, but like me, like I really, I really just depend on like myself and I didn't feel like being contained in a place was going to benefit someone like me. And um, you know, when I go through things, like, I need to be creative. So being in a space, you know, I just didn't know what was what it was going to be and not being around my family, like, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I 
I'm not going to say, like, oh, yeah, I just snapped into something because I've still had hard moments to follow, you know, this time. That was 2018. Like, I've had hard moments like that in Texas. So, like, I just, it's like every time I would go through something like that, I learned something. Like, something was clicking. Something was clicking. And, you know, it's it sucks because, yeah, you relapse and it's it's hard and you go through those things and you think, you know, you want your healing to last forever and you want to, like, learn and keep going. But, like, Sometimes it really just, it takes an abundance of things, and it did for me. And that one was really, really big. But going home was hard as shit. And I just remember, look, Shania was at the ho- at my house. My whole family was at my house that night. We spent, everyone slept over my mom's house, and they were just all with me. And no one really talked about it. That's how my family is, but, like, not in a bad way. Like, just was there for me, but I didn't have to talk about it. I felt normal, but I remember getting home, and, like, I was in my room, and I remember Shania coming up there, and, like, you know, like, what's wrong? And I just, like, I didn't want to look at my family, like, and not in a bad way, but, like, the kids mainly, it was just so hard for me to see, like, Avery and Grayson and just be like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking, Savannah? Like, literally, what were you thinking? Because it's always felt like, you know, it's part, of, as an aunt and as a, the sibling of, you know, my siblings, I always want to be a role model for, you know, my kids, for their kids. And I just always want to be able to be there for them because the things that I learn, like, I just know that I can help them in the best way possible. So to go through all this and to not be here and to put myself in that predicament is just like, and to, to, to inflict something onto them like that, like, no. Nope, nope, nope. So looking at them was just like, I felt shame and I felt guilt and I never wanted to feel like that again, ever. Um, and that honestly, from there, that honestly was what I was thinking about yesterday and it was crazy. And I just sat there like literally thinking about all that. So sorry, that was kind of heavy, you know. Um, but that's my fucking life. And that was 2018. And like, I've definitely had moments it's in Texas. I, I ended up in the hospital in Texas, it, like, shortly after I got here and you know a lot of people didn't know and I just remember like going back to you know home but like home here and it didn't feel like home yet after a situation like that and my family so far away and just like not being able to have anyone with me was like kind of the last time wherever I ended up in the hospital but it was just like dude like you can't do this. Like, you can't, like, this is not where we got, we can't go down this road every time, you know? And I, from there, just slowly started getting better. And I still had moments, but I resorted to crying in my bathtub, which, you know, I used to, like, hold on, my dog is dreaming. London, you're going to ruin my podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'd have moments where I'd, like, record myself, and I used to be like, Savannah, you're going to be that girl recording yourself. But, like, truly, genuinely, I used to, tell, like, record those videos and tell myself, like, Savannah, you have to get better. Like, you you can't feel like this when people want to leave your life, when something doesn't go your way, when you lose something. Like, you know, and I was at that time still really finding myself and just getting mad at everything that wasn't working that I really wanted to work. Like, I just was not surrendering. I wasn't trusting God. I wasn't praying. I wasn't going to church. I wasn't, like, all these things that I do for myself. Now, I wasn't doing, I wasn't working out. I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was just resorting to, like, I had no friends. I lived by myself. I couldn't afford it. I was, you know, COVID hit. I fucking, at the beginning of COVID hit, I literally signed my lease, like, March 1st, and, like, COVID hit bad the beginning of March London, are you okay? Wake up. Yeah, so it hit bad the beginning of March, and I lost my job at Nordstrom. And, whoa, baby. From there, it was survival of the fittest for real. 
like and now I look at it and I'm going to speak it in the sense of like what I see it as now like God really put me through some shit but like in the best way possible I saw a video last night that was basically talking about like you know when you come before you come to earth like you sign an, an agreement and you know all the things that you go through like you agree to them and like the crazy thing is like I sat here and I literally thought about myself like really like I was in deep thought for real I really thought about myself and I'm like I could really see myself doing that like that's how I am and that's how I go about life like I could really see myself sitting there and just being agreeing to like all the hard shit like bet say less <laughs> like just God presenting it to me and like just like it's you're gonna go through this but you're gonna get this and you're gonna learn and like just being like yes 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 like and like just being put on earth and like going through these things but not knowing what the outcome is gonna be like I am so grateful for everything that I went through and not everything just being like even there was a lot of things that were self-inflicted it was a lot of self-sabotage because I victimized myself because I just didn't know things that I know now like I even just relying on people being a people pleaser just like it, even the, all the situations that I was placed in, the people that I met, everything, like, it was just, it was just crazy to me. It really was. Like, I even think, even, you know, moving to Texas, I, I think, I thought back as that far yesterday, like, when I first, I always, around this time, it's, like, fucking annual, I think about moving to Texas, and, like, I'll never forget making this decision so abruptly. Like, I was literally sitting in a tattoo shop downtown, New Britain, about to get a tattoo, and I called my dad, and I was like, I'm moving to Texas. Like, I'm, I want to move. And he was just like, come down for a month, visit, see how you like it, blah, blah, blah. Did that, fast forward, decided I'm leaving, I'm moving. And I just, I'll never forget, like, the time from that decision to actually leaving. Even in that amount of time, the things that I went through, the people that I met, the situations that I had to, like, literally go through. And even now I look back and I'm like, damn, like, God really presents you with some shit to like see like what you're about to do like what you're about and like me deciding to leave like I left certain things behind that was just like damn like I really don't want to do this like is it worth staying but like I then had to like that's when I started trusting and like listen like whatever is for me is just for me like and that's what it's going to be but I then left and made that decision to leave and from there on it was just a roll it's just been a roller coaster ever since and honestly right now I can say almost like you know just three years in like my life is like really just getting started like really just getting started but like in the best most exciting way possible and I've seen it working I've never felt happier I've never felt more like myself like I've been an athlete my whole entire life like I, that was just my outlet, my source for everything. So I was even talking to Jazz the other night and I was just like, dude, like what I would do to play softball again? Like when I'm in the gym, I feel like an, I'm an athlete again. Like I can push myself to my limits. Like that is just my, that's just me. That's how I am. And mentally, like that's where I take everything out. But the way that I push myself and like the place that I get to, like I felt like that in softball. Like I took all my anger on softball. So being there again is just like, dude, it's crazy. I would just... It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I didn't ever feel like that with anything else that I did, but it's not that I didn't enjoy it. Like, I could do... Someone actually... I was a, I was a contracted hairdresser for, like, this lady, and she actually just texted me today if I wanted to do some blowouts this week, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, it's like, I'll do it. Like, I don't hate it, but it's not my passion, but it's a source of income, you know? And that's fun. Like, one day I dream of opening a gym that has, like, everything, like a barbershop, a hair salon, a tattoo shop, a fucking 
vintage shop like just like like Davies is very much a representation of that so going there every day is so inspiring to me and it's like it's it just helps me manifest the same for myself like I look up to Cameron Davies so much because what he made that gym is just it's insane like even where I work out is just fucking a dabble of it like that place is crazy and what he does there is crazy and it really shows me that like what I want for myself I can have all that I can you know I don't just have to have just a gym like you know, I have obviously goals that I want, I want to start, but like, I just, I can do everything that I've tried and I've loved. And I used to feel really guilty about that or self-conscious about that. Like, Savannah, you've done so many things and you tried this and you tried that and like, you don't like this and you don't stick to it. Like, but I've never just felt like, I've never felt like, oh my God, people are probably like, what the fuck? I've always felt like, what the fuck? Like, are you going to figure it out? Like, are you going to find something that makes you happy? And I just realized like, I love doing a lot of things, but there's not many things that are you that just come to you naturally. And I really, truly believe in myself when it comes to being a trainer, when it comes to just being able to sit down and talk and inspire people and, you know, just being myself, you know, it's really hard for me sometimes to to live with ADHD and anxiety. Like it really, truly is. Like sometimes me and Shania just had a crazy talk the other night and like I'm so grateful to her because I just it's very hard for me to express myself sometimes contrary to what people may believe (laughs) and I hold a lot in because I never want to feel a burden on like a burden on people because of my mental health and because of my anxiety because of my ADHD like who Shania is to me is very reassuring but even sometimes like there's ways that I just feel so deeply and I have to like express it and we so you know we're still learning things about each other so like and you know in the best way possible so like Expressing myself and being able to feel comfortable doing that, it's just really helped me up until now to be able to sit on my podcast and talk like this and just say again, like, I'm happy that I get to be myself and inspire people and do what I love. And I don't ever look at it for, you know, how I'm getting compensated, you know, with money, but just more so just the amount of people that I'm, I'm impacting is really fire and just people messaging me is fire. I think I lost my train of thought there, but I feel like everyone gets the gist of what I'm saying, you know? Um, I really do appreciate having a space where I can just, like, come to and talk like this because sometimes, that's what I was talking about, like, my ADHD and also feeling like, you know, like a burden. Like, sometimes I feel like I this is what I, I don't do. Like, I don't express myself to people. Like, I just hold it in and then I just... You know, I don't want to say like I act like it's because I do. I talk very vulnerably about my mental health and things that I'm going through. But like one thing that we talked about the other day is just like I sometimes feel like people around me don't notice when I'm going through something, but not in a bad way. Like I feel like I just I know how bad I am. And I'm like, I I am hyper aware of other people like like I feel people what people are feeling deeply And I sometimes, like, just think everyone's like that. And that's not the case. Like, I don't want to say people around me don't notice because, like, the amount of things that people around me do for me is I'm very blessed. Like, I'm very, 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 very blessed. And I'm very blessed to live with Shania because there's just no one like her, like, literally, ever. And she picks up where I lack, and I feel like I do the same for her. But also, as someone who lives with like her living with me like the first person who she's living who has like ADHD and anxiety and stuff like that like she's learning things too like and she's picked up on a lot of things like where I lack and that to me is like super meaningful and it's not that I don't notice it but sometimes I'm just like 
I don't know, that's a me thing. So I'm like working on that, but also it's because like I don't express myself. Like sometimes I feel like I want to spend more time with her or sometimes, like, I don't know. It's just like little stuff that I'm like, I'm not used to talking, like me and Shania don't even hug. We don't, like, we just don't. Like, it's just how we are. It's so weird, but I just love her so much and I love being around her. And that's just my like, my love language. So I feel like we're also learning each other's love languages, which is something that I'm learning to express too. Cause that's just not something that I've ever really like, not that I haven't been in tune with it, because I am, it's just, I've never had it. You know, I never had it in a relationship, and I, I don't know, I just, I feel like I just recently learned it about myself, but also just like, not feeling like I'm annoying expressing that. But I also live with a, with a cancer, and I'm an Aquarius, so like, I'm still trying to figure out her birth time, we're working on it, it it's, I don't know why it's been so hard, but she tells, she tells me to stop asking her, so. It's actually sickening. Sorry, I'm drinking Gatorade. It's actually sickening, like how badly I want to know, like some people's times of birth. Like, <laughs> it's unreal. Like, I really be sitting here, like, mm, please. <laughs> like, can I look it up? Like, I've literally tried sometimes. Like, I'm not crazy, but like, uh, it's really gotten to me. Honestly, though, like, looking more into like the moon and astrology and stuff like that, it's really helped me ease my anxiety because it's really so crazy how some stuff plays out i have to talk to you guys about something okay i've been trying to start meditating and i okay i saw this video the other day where this lady basically was just like lay down hug yourself and basically just like imagine yourself doing something how it will like the outcome how it'll make you feel whatever right so like this is like me like barely like able to do this for real like i was laying down eyes closed and I'm just like I started like breathing and I'm just like okay I'm imagining myself messaging this guy who owns oh, whoa, whoa. he owns a brand that I'm very fond of and I'm gonna say this and I'm just gonna be honest I'm just gonna be genuine I'm just gonna be myself but this is something that is very uncomfortable for me like I don't message people at all it it if I do it it takes oh my god so much okay so I just was like, you know what, Savannah, just go for it. Like, this is something you really want for yourself. So I did just that. I sent out my message, just genuine, just like, dude, like, you're inspiring. I really look up to you. Um, I'm not the type of person who buys any kind of big brands when it comes to gym clothes. I'll be very honest. Like, I don't know, man. All my gym clothes are from Shein. I really like them. and Or, like, vintage stuff from the store. Like, I don't know. That's just... That's just really my vibe, and it's not that I don't, like, believe in these brands, because I do. Like, there's some that I really, really like, and I really love, and I really love what they stand for and what they believe in, and, you know, the people that run them, but I just, I don't know. I just never bring myself to pay that much for gym clothes, and not in a stingy way, but, like, I have to be smart way, you know? So, anyways, um, you know, I always tell myself, like, when I get there, I have the brands in mind that I'm like, I actually, I, I, they're fire, you know? Um, so I messaged this person, and I literally laid there, and I was like, okay, you send the message, you wake up, you go to work, and, like, I was, like, I was, like, extent, like, trying to manifest the fuck out of this, like, I'm, like, okay, he's gonna respond, like, he's gonna be, like, yeah, like, here's a fucking contract, bitch, like, (laughs) no, but, like, just, I just imagine, like, what it would feel like, like, if he responded, like, even when it came to, like, the, the, like, if I wanted to even imagine further than that, it really got hard for me, so, like, thinking back to it, like, the, like, I really felt it part was like sending a message and getting a response and it's so crazy because that's literally what happened and the words that stuck with me were just like you know they'll be keeping an eye out for um 
you know, on me for my future journey or whatever, you know, my upcoming journey. I probably butchered that, but it was along the lines of that. And it really stuck with me because it was just like, damn, like, even if it's just that, and I always like to believe further, but like, even if it's just that, like, that's fire because I stepped outside of my comfort zone and not just that, but like, I got a response. And that manifestation was crazy. So I just, I don't know. I am, it's really crazy for what I see for myself right now, but also how natural I feel doing it. And just, I was actually talking to Jazz and I was just like, you know, how was your week? And she described it as, you know, it was slow. And I was like, same. But I felt like it was not slow in the sense of like, oh my God, this is dragging, but slow in the sense of like, I was very apparent to the small steps that I'm taking for like towards the bigger picture. And, you know, I'm getting better at surrendering and I'm getting better at realizing that like I've really been putting in a lot of work and what I do. And sometimes y'all get discouraged and centered, but like I, I am able to combat a lot of like detrimental thoughts now. Like one thing I've noticed is recently, like I've spent a lot more time on my content Honestly, I make my videos very fast, and I always ask me, she's like, how the fuck do you do that? And I'm just like, I don't know, I just, I really like it, I love it, and it's, whatever style that I'm doing, it depends on the t- how amount of time that it takes, um, and the style that I've been doing recently, like, it's just been a little bit, you know, easier for me, not easy, like, it, t- it takes me around an hour to get everything done, but I-, I could do it quicker if I really wanted to, but I try not to spend too much time on it now, but not, not, and okay, I'm throwing myself off. Not in that sense, but like, I've been trying to be on my phone a lot less lately, just in general. So, um, anyways, what the fuck was I saying? See, now I forgot. Anyways, yeah. This all started because I said I was listening to my old podcast, but I really did, and I'll probably never do it again because I sounded so crazy, but. Life has just been insane. Reflecting on almost being here in three years in Texas is really wild. Like, it's so crazy. I'm honestly, I just was talking about it yesterday. I'm really ready to get out of San Antonio and not in a bad way, but like the best way possible. Like, even just what I see for myself when it comes to personal training or just working, working out in general fitness. Like, I just see myself somewhere else with people of a different, just, I don't know, just different, just different. I feel like bigger, better, and I really loved learning in Texas. I really loved being in San Antonio for the amount of time that I have been, Um, but I don't know. I'm just ready for, like, the next step, and I feel like that's what I've been kind of, like, feeling lately and having this urge. Like, even I talked about my story the other day how I just had this urge to, like, quit my job because I was working with kids again, and I love working with kids, but every day I was just, like, saying, okay, you love working with kids, but, like, what? Like, this is not what you want to be doing. And that's what you're about. So, like, what's going on? And I just had to really do something uncomfortable. And I literally prayed to God. And I went and got what I wanted. So, fantastic. And I'm really happy with where my life is headed right now. And like I said, I'm not, like, the most fucking thriving individual. I'm not fucking rich. I'm not, like... But I'm just, like, I'm happy. And I'm doing the best that I can. And everything has really, truly been looking up for me. And that makes me very, very happy. And I'm just very excited to see what's next for myself because I feel like for the last three years, it's just been feeling like a fucking battle for me. Everything's been feeling very, very heavy. I just been feeling like I've been in fucking war for like the longest time and I'm just ready to like be happy and like at ease. Ooh, ooh, ASMR neck crack moment. That felt fire. But yeah, I'm ready to just like travel and live my best life i'm actually going on my family vacation (laughs) i am listen man listen prepare to be sick of me for real one i'm when i'm with my family i'm a menace to society 
Two, I'm, I'm going to be a menace to society. That's it. Like, especially when I'm with Amanda. Ansh and I is going. Oh, my God. And my mom. Oh, my God. This is just going to be my sister. Oh, my God. All the kids, too. But I'm about to be in there like, still no kids. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, I just realized I need to call my nephew because I sent him some mail because he graduated kindergarten. And I have to take a nap. I have a client later, two clients later. And then I'm going to go watch this BAM fight sponsored by the Volti, which is so fire. He's young and he's fucking good as shit. So I'm really excited to watch this. Um, He's from San Antonio, which is also fire. So Mitch and I are going to watch that tonight. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. If you listen this whole way through, because like I really let some shit off my chest for real. Um, you know what I was actually would just pop back into my head? I was talking about my reels, how I spent more time on them lately, and I felt like they have not been doing so well. And that's the one thing I wanted to say and make a point, and I'll end on this. God will really sometimes pull you back to launch you forward, okay? I've had waves like this. And when I go through them, I'm kind of just like, Savannah, like, just keep doing what you're doing. Just be consistent. Just be disciplined. Keep doing what you're doing. It'll pay off. It'll be good. Don't stop. Don't be discouraged. And I really need to remind myself of that. And that I'm happy I remembered that because that's been a really big thing for me too. Like God will really like kind of like you know humble you real quick to like. That's why I say don't focus on that shit. Numbers don't matter. Likes, view, like it doesn't matter. Just do what makes you happy. Create the content that you like. You know, fucking. And when it comes to whatever you do in life. Do what makes you happy. There's enough room for everybody, literally. There's enough room. There's enough fucking money. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. I love you. Bye.